0: The Issues Etc. Book of the Month for December uses detailed illustrations and rhyming text to tell the story of Jesus' birth. It's titled, N is for Nativity. This new hardcover children's book is published by Concordia Publishing House, their phone number 1-800-325-3040. Or learn more about N is for Nativity at issuesetc.org. Use the ABCs from Advent to Zion to teach your children and grandchildren the Christmas story with N is for Nativity. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know.
1: Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he Finally, the at
0: long the last, the,
1: the
0: people day. of God in the Old Testament get a good king. He's even compared all to King David. All and then, well, then the Assyrian king, Sennacherib, decides that he's going to besiege the land, and try and take it over. And he tries to discourage the people by telling them not to trust in their God. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. It's time to teach a Sunday School lesson. Today, the praying King Hezekiah in Second Kings 18 and 19. Pastor Tom Baker joins us. He's host of the radio show called Law and Gospel. Tom, welcome back. Uh, thank you. Tell us about King Hezekiah.
1: Yes, King Hezekiah was king over Judah. Last week, we talked about the fall of Israel. Those were the 10 northern tribes, and they fell because of their unbelief under, of course, the Assyrians, King Sennacherib, and they were taken into exile, but the southern kingdom still remained. King Hezekiah, who was reigning in Judah, he began to reign when he was 25 years old, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. In fact, unlike the other kings, it says in chapter 18, verse three, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that David, his father, had done. For example, he removed the high places and broke the pillars and cut down the Asherah, and that, of course, was a false god that some of the people were worshiping. So it says about Hezekiah that he was the best king of all the kings that God had put over both Israel and Judah. And this is what the Sunday School lesson is about.
0: How had the people begun to worship the bronze serpent that God had commanded Moses to make?
1: You'll recall that they were bitten by poisonous serpents because of their unbelief. And Moses put up a bronze serpent, which, by the way, is talked about in John chapter 3 that as a bronze serpent was lifted up and people saw it, they were healed of the serpent's disease, namely when they were bitten. And that is when Jesus also was lifted up onto the cross. And therefore Jesus is found throughout the Old Testament. What had happened? The people were so enticed by this brown serpent that they made offerings to it, and they called it Nahashtan, and that's a Hebrew word that sounds like the words for bronze and serpent. And so Hezekiah destroyed that bronze serpent so people would no longer worship it. It says, he trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was none like him among all the kings of Judah after him, nor among those who were before him. He did not depart from following the Lord, but kept the commandments of the Lord that had been commanded to Moses. And that's the background of Hezekiah.
0: When it says the Lord was with him, what does that mean?
1: It means the Lord is with him as the Lord is with every believer in Jesus Christ. The important point that is made by the Sunday School material from Concordia Publishing House, Enduring Faith has this Bible verse. Hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my pleas for mercy. Now that's really important for the Christian because mercy means we do not get what we deserve. Grace means we get what we don't deserve, namely the forgiveness of sins. So this lesson is really important to tell the Sunday school children that when they pray to the Lord, he not only hears their prayer because of their faith in Jesus Christ, but he always answers it to their good, Romans 8:28, And that's a really important lesson for the Sunday school teachers to get across.
0: Tell us about Hezekiah's military victories.
1: Well, he made military victories whenever he went out according to verse seven in chapter 18. He prospered even against the king of Assyria. He refused to serve him. He struck down the Philistines as far as Gaza and its territory from the watchtowers to fortified cities. And Assyria came up against Samaria, besieged it, and at the end of three years, of course, that was in the sixth year of Hezekiah, he took Samaria and took the people of Israel into captivity. And verse 12 of chapter 18 says, because they did not obey the voice of the Lord, their God, but transgressed his covenant, even all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded. They neither listened nor obeyed. A very important point to get across to the Sunday school teachers. That's why we fear God. We fear God as we fear our parents in the sense that they can discipline us when we do wrong. And therefore, that's why it was important for John the Baptizer to give that wonderful message of repentance to prepare the way for Jesus' coming, who would then forgive our sins of which we were repentant
0: of. What then happened in the 14th year of King Hezekiah's reign?
1: In that year, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, he came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and took them. And then he was all set to also take care of Jerusalem. He says, at first, whatever you impose upon me, I will bear and What Hezekiah had done, he was saying that he would give him much in silver and gold if he would not attack Jerusalem. Hezekiah was afraid of the Assyrian army. He offered to pay the Assyrian king lots of money, 11 tons of silver and one ton of gold to leave Jerusalem in peace. But that did not stop the Assyrian king from surrounding the city of Jerusalem and preparing to attack it. And therefore, Hezekiah had no other option but to turn to the Lord and trust that he would take care of the situation.
0: So what did Hezekiah do in response to Rabshakeh's message trying to discourage the people from trusting the Lord?
1: He says that, no, we need to trust the Lord. And we understand that when this person from Assyria was telling them that they would be destroyed, he said, hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. Do not let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you out of my hand, says the king of Assyria. Do not let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord by saying, the Lord will surely deliver us, and this city will not be given into the hand of of the king of Assyria. That's what Hezekiah said. But of course, the Assyrians said, don't listen to him, for thus says the king of Assyria, make your peace with me, come out to me. Then each one of you will eat of his own vine, and each of his own fig tree, and each one of you will drink the waters of his own cistern until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, where it's a land of grain and wine, a land of bread and a land of vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey. So the king of Assyria said, You will not die. Do not listen to Hezekiah, because he is misleading you by saying, the Lord will deliver us. And the king of Assyria said, look how many gods were worthless when we attacked other nations. The gods of the Sephapharim, Herna, and Ava. They didn't deliver Samaria out of my hand who among all the gods of the lands have delivered their lands out of my hand, that the Lord should deliver Jerusalem out of my hand. Interestingly, Hezekiah told the people not to respond to the king of Assyria. And so they were silent, and they answered not a word, for the king's command was, Do not answer him. Then Eilakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was with the household, and Shebna, the secretary, and Joah, the son of Asaph, the recorder, came to Hezekiah with their clothes torn and told him the words that the Assyrian envoy had said to them. And so, what was going to happen next?
0: Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We are teaching a Sunday school lesson. Well, the next thing that happens is God speaks through the prophet Isaiah, and we'll find out what he said next. The Issues et cetera, Book of the Month for December uses detailed illustrations and rhyming text to tell the story of Jesus' birth. It's titled N is for Nativity. This new hardcover children's book is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number 1-800-325-3040. Or learn more about N is for Nativity at issuesetc.org. Use the ABCs from Advent to Zion to teach your children and grandchildren the Christmas story with N is for Nativity.
1: Keeping the message straight. Getting the message out. You're listening to Issues Etc. Teaching your student to read should not be complicated. Memoria Press's phonics uses common sense and the classical approach with their First Start Reading program for the most effective and efficient way to teach your child how to read. If you're interested in learning more, visit them at memoriapress.com and use the coupon code LPR24 at checkout. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time.
0: The Evangelical Lutheran Church holds that it is God who raises up men to serve His Holy Bride through His Office of the Holy Ministry. At Concordia University Chicago, we prepare men to take the first step on the path by which God leads them to His pastoral office. Are you ready to take the step? I'm Dr. James Ambrose Lee, Chair of the Division of Theology at Concordia University Chicago. Learn more about the pre-seminary program at CUC by visiting cuchicago.edu. CUChicago.edu. Welcome back to Issues etc. I'm Todd. Welcome. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on King Hezekiah in 2 Kings 18 19. Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel is our guest. Tom, what was God's message through the prophet Isaiah?
1: At that time, God's message came through Isaiah. And at first, King Hezekiah, when he heard, he tore his clothes also, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord, the temple. And he asked the prophet Isaiah to come to him. And he said to Hezekiah, This day is a day of distress, of rebuke, and of disgrace. Children have come to the point of birth, and there is no strength to bring them forth. It may be that the Lord your God heard all the words of the Assyrians, whom his master, the king of Assyria, sent to mock. The king. But God will rebuke the words of the Assyrian. Thus says the Lord Be not afraid because of the words that you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have reviled against me. Behold, I will put a spirit in him. So that he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land and make him fall by the sword in his own land. And God was talking about Sennacherib, the king of Assyria.
0: How did God then deliver the people from the Assyrian king Sennacherib?
1: This is really quite interesting. The king of Assyria surrounded Jerusalem with thousands and thousands of soldiers, and he wanted to attack Jerusalem. Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers of Assyria and read it, and then he went up to the house of the Lord, spread it before the Lord, And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord, the God of Israel, enthroned above the cherubim, you are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. And hear the words of Sennacherib which he has sent to mock the living God. Truly the kings of Assyria have laid waste the nations and their lands, have cast their gods into the fire, because they really were not gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they were destroyed. So now, O Lord our God, save us, please, from his hand that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, O Lord, are God alone. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent to Hezekiah saying, thus says the Lord God of Israel, our prayer to me about Sennacherib, king of Assyria, I have heard, and therefore this is what the lord says speaking about him so what happened well in verse 35 of 2nd kings 19 the lord the angel of the lord and that's always referring to jesus went out and struck down one hundred and eighty-five thousand in the camp of the Assyrians. And when a people arose early in the morning, they found all their dead bodies. Then Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed, and he went home and lived at Nineveh. But as he was worshiping in the house of his God, his sons struck him down with the sword and then they escaped into the land of Erot. And his son reigned in his place, but there was no further attack against Jerusalem by the Assyrians. Now the Sunday school teacher needs to help the students understand how God helps them maybe get the students to think of different things in their life that have occurred, that it was almost a miracle that they got through it and teach them how to fold their hands, bow their heads, raise their arms, kneel down. And there's a picture of King Hezekiah in lesson eight where he is praying to the Lord God. And today the Sunday school lesson teaches that King Hezekiah prayed first and God answered his prayer in a way that the Assyrian army had no knowledge of since 185,000 soldiers died.
0: How does God promise to deliver us today?
1: He promises on the basis of the word of God. Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you. You see, I often ask people to think of their favorite Bible verse. Put it in your mind. And after they have done that, I tell them, put your hand up if it is not a promise from God. And hands hardly ever go up. Because those are our favorite Bible verses. Promises from God. That's why the Christian lives by faith, trusting those promises rather than by works in doing the commandments of God to merit his way to heaven. No, the Christian inherits heaven, and that's a huge difference between Christianity and every other religion in the world trying to get you to merit your way into heaven.
0: Finally, what's the law and gospel of this lesson?
1: The law is, well, sin makes me proud. Look how proud the king of Assyria was. It causes me to think I am self-sufficient. I don't need God. And the God of Israel, the God of the Christians, isn't able to do anything to stop me from doing what I want to do. The gospel is, no, our Heavenly Father is always ready to hear the cries of the believers for help. And he did that by giving us his son for our salvation and hundreds of other benefits that the Christian receives through faith in Jesus Christ.
0: Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thanks. Uh, Thank you. On the other side of the break on this Tuesday, the 12th of December, Scott Klusendorf, president of Life Training Institute and author of a new second edition of his book, The Case for Life, Equipping Christians to Engage the Culture, joins us to talk about the pro-life message. I'm Todd Wilkin. Stay tuned.
1: Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc., Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois, is happy to support the Christ-centered, cross-focused ministry of issues, etc. Join us for worship, Bible classes, youth ministry, and other opportunities to grow in Christ. We have a Christian day school for children in preschool to 8th grade. We are located at 1300 Beltline Road. Call us at 618-344-3151 or visit www.goodshepherdcollinsville.org. College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois offers ACT, SAT, and PSAT test prep, scholarship application classes, college and career counseling, and more. Hi, this is Lori Konsky, President of College Preparation Station. We have helped our students obtain more than $7 million in tuition scholarships in 12 years. Find out more at cpsprep.com. Let us help you create a vision and find your future. The College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois cpsprep.com.